never saw a reindeer fly make its way across the sky but i know if i close my eyes my wishes will come true like the one i saved for you let it snow let it snow let it snow let it snow don't care it's cold outside let it snow let it snow let it snow let it snow i'll keep you warm tonight through the good times and bad happy and sad i'm still holding on i know what i have and all that i want is christmas eve with you with you yeah. hello and welcome to episode 32 of oral intensity a glee podcast i'm dan and i'm nari and today we're talking about episode 9 of Glee season three. <laughs> it's been a while, guys. I'm sorry. Um, entitled "Extraordinary Merry Christmas." So we actually are doing this before we do the last two episodes because yes. I mean we're gonna get them done the next week, but we're just kind of slowly getting out of the Christmas spirit. So we thought it'd be a good idea to quickly do this one before yeah. the other two. Yeah, I mean, I feel like if we release this one like mid January, late January that it would be, like, so far away from uh-huh. when Christmas happened that no one would care anymore. So, I, it's been a long break. Um, I'm sorry. We did tell you guys that we would probably be needing to take a break for finals and stuff, but it ended up happening earlier than I expected because I had so much work to do, and then we were on break, and people were busy, and now Clara already had to go back to school early. She's, yeah, her school's nuts. <laughs> um, yeah, and Dylan had her wisdom teeth out so that she's not here right now. But she will probably be for the podcast that are coming later uh, for I Kissed the Girl and whatever the second most episode was called, I don't remember. (laughs) Um, But here we are with Extraordinary Merry Christmas. Um, So I just want to say a belated happy holidays to all the listeners. I hope you had a good New Year's and whatever other religious affiliated holidays you celebrate. Um, So let's get into the episode. What did you... Well, actually, before we get into the episode, what did you think about those overalls and overall thought of the last three episodes? How how are your overall feelings about Glee right now? Um, I really like the uh, last two, uh, like not the Christmas special, but the the ones before that. I thought the show was just going in the right direction. I thought it was very interesting. I like the song choices. I like the way they sang them. When it comes to this Christmas special, it just, I wasn't a big fan of it. Um... Yeah, it kind of felt like they were building momentum and they mm. screeched to a halt with this episode. It felt like this episode was just some like random episode that was just put into the show and just kind of brings the whole show down. It, I don't know. It, to me, it really feels as though... And I, I'm assuming that the studios are saying, okay, you made lots of money off of your Christmas CD last year, make another Christmas episode. So they have to do it. And obviously... If you skip this episode, you didn't miss anything storyline-wise at all. Mm-hmm. Like, literally. I mean, unless you... I, I guess you could say Sam and Damien becoming friends. That's the only thing. Yeah, but that, I mean, you could have just figured that yeah. out. I mean, there's really nothing that yeah. was just continuation from the previous episode. Yeah, it was just completely pointless. Um, but, um, okay, so that being said, um, I'm going to say my, my grade, and then you can go. Um, so, to me, this is a really, really hard episode to rate, because... There are parts of the episode that I absolutely loved, and there are other parts of it that I thought were disgustingly terrible. <laughs> um, I, I would, I'm going to have to sort of give different parts of it different grades. I'd give the Christmas special minus the ending, which I despise, um, I would give that an A, <laughs> and I would give 
the rest of the storylines in the episode a D. Um, and I would give the songs probably a B plus or an A minus. I don't know how, I don't know how. So overall, I guess I'd probably give it a B minus. I was, gonna, I was gonna say the same thing. Overall, C plus B minus. Yeah. I thought. I mean, I love Christmas songs. So, I mean, I liked all the songs they sang. Really. Yeah, like, me too. I, I thought really, they were all done. Yeah, well. they were all done really well. I just didn't like the storyline too much. That was my problem with it, and I think mm-hmm. that brought the whole rating down. Yeah, it was just for me the Rachel thing particularly. And we'll get into oh, that more. God. I saw the promo for this episode, and there was that one line she has where she's like, "Oh, all I want for Christmas is you too," and five things in that list. And that's just that little quip. I thought it was funny. I was like, "Oh, it sounds like something Rachel would say." I thought I thought it was just gonna be an off, one-off little joke they had, but then they made an entire sto- the entire story <laughs> is based off that stupid joke and making her the most loathsome human being in the planet. I just thought it was like <sighs> a backward move for the character. Like yeah. I thought Rachel was just getting better, improving, and then all of a sudden they put like Christmas comes along and she's back to the old Rachel yeah. again. Like what's been ha- like has anything changed? I guess not. Yeah, I mean to me again, it's one of those things where it's I like the character of Rachel Berry. I don't like what the writers do with her. I don't like, either. <laughs> I mean, how many times does she have to be a bitch and then she realizes she did something wrong and then she apologizes and she becomes a good person for the end of the episode? Yeah. The next episode, the same thing <laughs> happens again. Because, I mean, they just went through this whole big eight-episode arc with her ending with her putting herself out there for Kurt and realizing she screwed up yeah. and, you know, being suspended for it and reaping the consequences and then fixing things with Quinn this whole big arc, and then they just destroy it by making her an idiot so that they can f- have a, a mini arc within one episode. It's... I think, yeah. It's, they should have re- They, they do not that. care about their characters. Nope. <laughs> Alright, let's get into... <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay, also, I, we're being negative here, but we'll be much more positive on the episodes for the other episodes later uh, when we get to them. It's just this episode particularly pissed yeah. us off. Alright, let's get into Marissa's email. She's on such another epic... And quite a, quite a few emails, and we'll get back to those. Um, oh, one quick thing before we get into Marissa's email. I just want to give a shout-out to Daniel, her friend, who Marissa got to start watching Glee and listening to the podcast. And he sent us a very nice email, which I responded to separately, but I just want to give him a shout-out. Shout-out to you, Dan. <laughs> okay. So, Marissa, one of our biggest fans. I'm glad that you like to tell us so much. So, I like it. Okay. <laughs> so, here she begins. Well, actually, she doesn't begin here. We're going to kind of paraphrase We're going to paraphrase it a lot, because she has a lot to say, which is great. Keep keep up with the emails, but for the sake of the... Yeah, we have to cut it short a little bit. Um, okay, I'll start on the, you know, the episode with that grade and overall thoughts, and then I'll stop being vague and go on detail like I normally do. Okay, in my opinion, this episode teeters on B-plus and A-minus. It was pretty enjoyable, and I sang along to the songs, and it was a nice c- contrast to last year's that was, as they said, kind of depressing. I love this episode, but once I listen to your podcast, I might realize that it's terrible, but whatever. You might realize that, Marissa. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So she talks about how she's going to talk about the, her, how she's going to write her email. We'll skip that. Um, the first bullet. That damn scheduling problem that always sucks in shows, and it's always in the Christmas or Thanksgiving episode of a TV series. Anyways, if you aren't following, it's a soup kitchen versus Christmas special plot. Dumb and overused as ever. I agree with you, Marissa. Yes. <laughs> Why couldn't this Glee Club just reschedule or come at a different time on a day? Now, Dan asked the same question. Yeah. And Sue was a big problem as well. Okay, she recently got kicked off her high horse slightly. She's side-saddled right now due to the elections. But just because she's now becoming nice, and I use the term loosely, doesn't mean she can play the guilt card on them. 
Not. Nah. Nah. -uh, sorry. <laughs> and not cool. I'm not. Yeah. No. Not cool. <laughs> yes. They should have remembered, but Sue doesn't. They didn't basically have to say, you teens have no souls, F you. And I could smell from a mile away that the Glee kids would show up in the end. So cliche. Right. I completely agree. Yeah, let's talk about that point. Alright, so first of all, the whole point about they could have come a different day. Like, honestly, like, why? Like, why does it have to be you have to choose one or the other, your soulless people, if you do this Christmas special? Like, and even, okay, even if they did flake out on this... Couldn't they have just done what they did at the end of the episode where they go and volunteer with the bells or whatever and still been good people? Like, yeah. I, I don't, like, it's not, they're, they, oh, they pissed me off. <laughs> it's just obvious, this is a big opportunity for them, and, you know, they've been through a lot. They deserve to have a reward for all the effort that they put into. I don't, it's stupid. Sue's annoying. I don't like her. Yeah, Sue's annoying. I mean, she kind of just, like, makes them feel bad about something, but she's been the one who's just doing so much, she's been doing so much more bad than good yeah. ever in this, you know, the Glee show. Yeah, and Nari, like, brought up the point, I don't even understand her motivation anymore. Like, Mari's like, why, why does Sue not like music? Because it seems like sometimes she does like music, and, like, I don't... Yeah, she's like, well, don't you want to come sing to the poor children and make them happy? I thought you said music was terrible, it made everyone yeah. miserable. Yeah, they... So, you, but that doesn't make sense. At this point, I don't understand Sue's character. I don't know what her motivations are. She brought up the whole frickin' sister thing again, which, you know what, I don't care anymore. I, I, was, I was moved by it when it happened, but now it's been, you can't just use Sue's sister as her motivation for anything, no matter what season you're in. Like, yeah, is I it going to be like season five if he's like, three years ago when my sister died, I love, like, like seriously. Yeah, I think, I think, I mean, I guess that's the only thing they have that makes her, that shows that she's like human, I guess. But I don't, still, I think it's a little overused now. And I have no idea what her point is on the show anymore. And that, especially now that she lost the election. She is the only Maybe point love in, triangle. Yeah, that's the only point is the love triangle. And I don't, like, who cares what that love triangle yeah. is? Like, <laughs> seriously. Ugh. Anyway, it stands yes. obviously a little annoyed. Right, well, yeah. Yes. Um, I'm going to skip this and go to the, her, her third point. Okay. Uh, my third problem, this argument over Frosted Snowman. Sam overreacted, and I can't remember what Artie did, but I was angry with him as well. The argument was really dumb, and the plot could have moved forward without it. Plus, what's so special about Frosted Snowman? If it needs a rewrite, there's probably a better Christmas story out there. And the story that Rory didn't end, <coughs> while he was so adorable reading it in those clothes, I agree. <laughs> it got a little too religious up in Glee. Wow, I'm white. Anyways, this also, that also relates to my next problem. The episode was absent of other religions. Um, with Glee, they're walking a fine, li fine line. They support diversity and, all, and are all about minorities and stuff, but it's not really represented on the show. It's as if a character needs to be in the right minority to be in Glee. Rachel and Puck didn't say anything about being Jewish in the episode yet. Most of Puck's lines are about him being Jewish, or used to be. Okay, so I just want to make, make note, they only mentioned Hanukkah once, and it was the end of the show when they were working yeah. at the Bells, and they were like, and Rachel said, Happy Hanukkah to some random person getting a donation. That's the only time. Yeah. And I think it's a little ridiculous. I mean, the whole religion point, like... This is Nari talking, by the way, guys. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> this is Dan talking. No, 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 I'm, yeah. saying, I'm saying it's not, it's not Marissa talking. Oh, yeah, yeah. oh, right, right, yeah. right. Okay, it's not Marissa, it's yeah. me. Sorry, yeah. Nari, it's all my opinions. I'm just, I'm just really agreeing with her and adding my own insight. I mean, 
I'm sorry, but if you don't, she, I guess she well, doesn't celebrate Christmas. They went through the whole. They went through a whole thing last season on huh. the Christmas episode about how she doesn't get Christmas presents. She was giving him one because he celebrates it, but she doesn't celebrate. And Christmas. then she called it a Christmas present. She's like, "We have to give me five, blah blah blah." I mean, she could have been like, "I celebrate Hanukkah. I need like eight presents or whatever, like yeah. or like give me one present." Like she was like, she was like really in the Christmas spirit, and yeah. I did not understand that because she doesn't celebrate. Which is okay. You don't have to celebrate yes. Christmas, but. She doesn't celebrate, so why does she have to have a Christmas list of presents? Yes. And, okay, I can, you can even go beyond that and say, okay, there are some Jewish people or some people who aren't religious who still celebrate Christmas for, like, the family aspect yeah. or whatever. So maybe she celebrates Christmas, whatever, even though it contradicts what she said last year. But even if that's true, the fact that everybody is moved at the end of the religious speech from Rory... Da- from Rory is ridiculous. I mean, we went through an entire episode about how both Finn and Kurt are atheists now. Yeah. And how they don't believe in that. And so why are they all... Mo- and Puck is Jewish. Like, what? It, it, it just feels... And also for a show that like, literally five minutes before had done like this liberal statement about, about fossil fuels or whatever, you know, about carbon and global warming. Five minutes later, they're doing this ultra-conservative message about religion... I don't understand what that came, where that came from. I don't from. understand it either. I, ugh. <laughs> and uh, this is coming from someone who is a Christian, by the way. Like, I used to, like, I don't, it doesn't make sense to me. It doesn't, like, it just seems like they're just throwing things at us. And I, it pissed me off. But Okay, uh, something else Marissa said is, uh, she mentioned Fenn and Puck coming in as Luke Skywalker and Han Solo. She said it was a genius, and that she thought it was cool that the only thing mm. that was in color was Finn's lightsaber. Yeah. Um, what do you think about that? Um, the whole Star Wars thing, like, okay, I had heard about it beforehand because I follow TV news very closely. Um, so I knew that there were a lot of people up in arms, like Lee was having the rights from Star Wars and all that crap. I It just seemed like... It was so minimal in the episode that it was like, why are they doing this? Yeah, I like, get it. If they had done it more, then maybe it would have been I like, guess, like, already saw, had a dream and that made it It felt really, really random. It like, did. It, like, if I, I don't even, like, it's like, where is this coming from? Why is this? He, like, I mean, I, 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 if you're a Star Wars fan, I guess that some Star Wars fans would, are really pissed mm-hmm. off about it because they're like, Glee is stupid. I mean... I didn't necessarily have a problem with it. I just felt like it was. Mm-hmm. I didn't get, really get the point of it. Um, I liked though. I did. I'll give. I'll give. Um, I liked the opening credits that were sort of Star Wars like. Uh, my battery's dying. That's not good. Uh, <laughs> hold on. I'm gonna pause the podcast. Unpause. Okay. <laughs> um, so you're talking about the credit sequence. Um, so yeah, I really liked that. I really liked. Brought to you by breadsticks. Now with even more breadsticks. That, oh, was, that was funny. <laughs> I like that. Um, yeah. So that was cool. Uh, I don't know, so... Uh, maybe another thing we could mention maybe is Rory and Sam's friendship. Yeah, I thought that was very nice. I thought it was nice, um, and I- I'm still a little hesitant about Rory. Yeah, do you want to talk about what, how you feel about Rory? I mean, if you've been, if you guys have been listening to any of our former podcasts, especially the Glee Project ones, you'll know that I was a very big fan of Damien on the Glee Project, but I don't, I think, I'm just really confused about what they're doing with him on the show, um... I, I kind of just, I feel like I should care about him, but I really don't. Yes. And I know he's only been on the show for a little bit, so, you know, it's hard to care about someone who's been on the show for a little bit. Well, I cared about my Finn and Rachel after the first episode of Yeah, Blue, so. exactly. <laughs> so, I don't know. Even even Sam, I don't know. I 
You Damien, don't. Are you saying you're saying you care about Sam or you don't care? About I Sam? do. Yeah. I do. I care about him more than Damien. Like I, I get the whole like his family's gone. We have to feel bad for him and everything. Mm. I mean, I, I do, but I feel like the audience hasn't been given time, or maybe I don't know. What do you think, Dan? Uh, okay, here's my my feeling: is what they're doing with with um with Rory is very Spielbergy. I don't know if you'll get what I mean by that. It's very. We're going to make it so blatantly you have to care about the person that you end up not caring about the person. Okay, because, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, like, they're making it so over the top, like, oh, this poor little sweet little kid, he's sad about his family, you know, he's just this perfect... The problem is it's completely perfect, too. We haven't seen... I mean, which is kind of nice that we have someone who's not this, like, asshole, because all the other characters are doing annoying things a lot of the time, but he seems like he doesn't fit on the show, and he's just this... This like oh this sweet little boy who who has no personality his only person his only trait is that he is sweet and that he misses his mommy like yeah it, it's not a this isn't a character this is something that if I was in a film I'm in I'm in film classes and if I was writing this character they'd say you're writing a two dimensional piece of crap like yeah. I, I don't. And that's not to say that I don't like Damien as a person. I think he does a great job with the singing. I actually, well, I, I know I've said negative things before, but I actually really liked Blue Christmas. I thought uh. he did a great job. But like we, we talked about when we were walking the episode, that it, it would have been so much better if we saw him like on the phone with his parents and they said, oh, we can't come or whatever. And then he's upset and then he sings it. As opposed to he comes to the front of the Makes classroom an and goes, hey, I'm upset. So now I'm going to sing for you. It's like... <laughs> I'm going to tell you my storyline so that you'll feel bad for me so that it sets up the song. Like, instead of showing it and it making us actually have emotional connection to it, you know? Mm -hmm. I agree. I completely agree. I think we can go on to the songs now. Is there um, anything else you want to say? Well, we have to talk about the good stuff in the episode. What did you like in the episode? Uh, let's see. What did I like? <laughs> Do you want to start? <laughs> okay, okay I'll start. I, I absolutely like... love... The black and white part portion of the episode. I did too. Um, I loved what their their choices they did, the references they made. Um, I loved the whole talking to the camera, acknowledging the television audience. I love the black and white style. I loved all the songs they did. I loved how Kurt and Blaine were trying to be straight or whatever. I loved the yeah. little you know like laughing at themselves by giving Blaine the the bow tie and the capri pants. And being like, oh. And then the uh, Elizabeth Taylor collection. That was a little bit much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, but I just thought it was all very sweet. Everybody overacted so much, but it was awesome. Like, it was so cheesy, and I love that. That's, my, that's yeah. totally my kind I mean, of thing. I mean, at first I was like, this is cheesy, but I was like, hey, that's what they're trying to do, so yeah. they're doing a good job. Yeah, and I just thought that they were so, like, vaudevillian and so, like, silly, old-fashioned comic, uh -huh. and it went, worked well for me. All right. What else did I like? Um, well, we like the song. I, I mean, I really like the song. It's pretty much yeah. like I'm not gonna really say I like much about the storyline, to be yeah. honest. Um, but I love I love the songs. I think I might have liked every single song. Yeah. Um, like I said, I'm a big Christmas fan, uh, Christmas music fan. Mm -hmm. So I might be a little biased, but I well, like the songs. Well, I think they just did a very good job. Um, one song that I do have an issue with is um. Christmas rapping, I think that's the one that that's I guess the name of the one that Britney does with her group of curious. That's the only one that was a little iffy. Um, and it just my issue with actually really on the CD and listening to it, I like that song. It's kind of a guilty pleasure song for me. But the performance on the show is kind of it, it feels really out of place in that black and white world, and mm -hmm. it also is so obviously auto tuny that it feels even more out of place because it's so old fashioned looking. And then 
it just doesn't seem like they're singing it. It seems like they're dancing along to a track mm-hmm. that's in the background. I sort of feel that way about um, Santa Claus is Coming to Town, too. It just didn't seem like it was coming out of their mouths. Uh-huh. Um, which, you know, is an issue with the show in general. But let's go through the songs. Uh, All I Want for Christmas is You with Mercedes on lead vocals. Uh, okay. Um, I really like the song. I mean, I'm a fan of the song yeah, me to too. start with. And I think they did a good job, yeah. honestly. I, I think, think it fits a, her voice very well. Yeah, I'm glad that. Yeah. Yeah. I have really much to say. Yeah, it's a, I mean, it's a good way to start it. the episode yeah. off. Um, um, the next one's Blue Christmas. We kind of meant you mentioned that. Well, how um, do you feel? How do you feel about his performance? Well, it looks like Marissa is a big fan of Jamie. <laughs> I think she's adorable, which I think so too. I think it was a nice song, but like Dan said earlier, I think the way they introduced the song was not good. Yeah. I don't know. They should have sort of. I, I, I like what you said. Like, he should have been on the phone with his parents. Maybe he's sad. He misses them and he walks down the halls of school and yeah. misses them and the song comes out and he starts singing rather than just coming to the glee club and saying guys I miss my parents and I want you all to feel bad for me so I'm going to sing the song right now so mm-hmm. you guys will all feel bad for me also I think it might help if we saw the parents and saw them happy together and that so like maybe if the parents had come for Christmas and he had to say goodbye to them yeah. again yeah that would have worked because we would have seen him happy with the like we don't know these characters that he's sad about uh, so it's like I guess we saw the pictures in this locker. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, anything else about Blue Christmas? Nah. We kind of talked about that before. It was well, he, he did a very, that's one of my favorite performances. Oh, but what, what do you think about everyone's <coughs> reaction to his song? Oh, uh, I mean, I, I mean, I kind of agree with Santana, to be honest. And, like, I, don't, I mean, like, I don't agree with her because it's a well-done song. But I do always, I'm like, oh, this is so depressing. Like, it, <laughs> it's very depressing. But I still enjoy it. I was, it was sung well. Yeah. Um, the next song is River, the one that Rachel sings. I just, I mean, it was a nice song. But like you said, it was kind of depressing. Yeah. Um, the thing about this is, um, it's interesting. Is on the song track when I listened because I had heard the song track by itself before. It's one of the first songs I bought off the CD. Um, I think it's one of Rachel's best sung songs, and I actually love the song. I'd never heard it before. Um, I think it's a really great song, but on the show, it felt so bland. And I don't know if it's just the way that her yeah. face was, or the stupid dress she was wearing, which I didn't like, or the, or like, <laughs> the background yeah. was just I don't know. It, I didn't know what it was, but it felt very it boring. boring and bland and, and just another one of her songs. Yeah. But I, I really And liked... not one of her memorable ones yeah. at all. I'll probably forget it next week. Yeah. But I I don't know. I liked it vocally. You know. Yeah. I mean, it was sung well, but yeah. it was just kind of boring. Uh... Oh, well, we didn't really talk about the Frosty argument that much. Oh, we didn't. It? Right, right. Yeah. Okay, well, go back to the Frosty argument. I don't know. I thought you you made a good point about this. Yeah. It was just way overblown. Yeah, I mean, it was an interesting argument that I think is is they had some valid points. It was just they were like so emotionally invested in it out of nowhere for no reason, and it's like okay, because like okay, so Artie's like he wants to do this very happy, you know, positive thing, and and Sam is saying that oh, not everything about Christmas is happy, and it's that's what makes you see, you know, makes you thankful for what you have mm-hmm. in life or whatever. And that's a, that's a valid point, too, um, that, you know, they shouldn't just make everything, you know, poppy and, you know, forget about what's real in life and forget about that there are, you know, people that are suffering or whatever. Um, so that's a valid point, but why is he so angry? Oh, I'm so upset. I'm like, oh, and are you so defiant about Come with it? me, Rory. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> you want to still be my friend? And Rory's like, I think I should go on the lines, and that's it. Our friendship's over. <laughs> Like, over Frosty the Snowman, I mean, seriously. <laughs> I thought it was just overblown. I mean, I, I can see where 
Sam's coming from, and I agree with him, but he just, like I said, he just... It also, I felt sort of like the writers, you know, it's, you know, okay, so it reminds me of, like, how there are, like, people who, like, want to get rid of, like, the end, like, they think children's books are too scary now, and they want to, like, get rid of, like, you know, and Little Red Riding Hood, the, the wolf eating the grandma, or something like that. And it's like, ooh, kids can't deal with that. So it's, I feel like the writers are like, ooh, we, we people want to get rid of the sadness in Frosty the Snowman, and they're like, that's stupid, people can handle that, you have to be able to deal with sadness. Well, I think it's and, important to teach kids that sad things can happen. Yeah. Life isn't always happy. I agree, but I just felt like the So if when something being... sad does happen, you're ready for it. Yeah, exactly. And also, I mean, you, you can't really know what happiness is without sadness. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if kinda... you're always happy, then you're just going to be, you're not going to really be happy anymore. Yeah, exactly. Because you're always going to and... want more, yeah. right? And you're not going to know what more is. Okay. Well, yeah. anyway, that's a little... Philosophical. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. Okay. Uh, next song? Yeah. Uh, Extraordinary Merry Christmas. That's the one with Blaine and Rachel. Okay. Uh, That's the original song they wrote. They had no introduction as, as it being a freaking one anyway. But Yeah. <laughs> um, which is weird because every other original song on the show has been very clearly we're writing an original song right now. But I like the song. Um, I think it's good. I, think I like good Blaine job. and Rachel together singing, actually. Yeah, me too. And even Marissa said they kind of like brother and sister. I guess I can see that a little bit. A little bit, maybe. Yeah. Um, there's something about this song that really, the beginning, tr the beginning instrumental part of it really bothers the hell out of me because it sounds exactly like some other song that I know and I can't figure out what song it is. <laughs> it's some song, I think, I think it's a song, it's a song from Guitar Hero, but it's stuck in my head and it's making me insane. It sounds like they copied it and it bothers me, but I don't know. <laughs> but I'll have to, I should have done more research and actually looked up what song I was thinking of, but anyway, it's a good song, whatever. Next song is, is Let It Snow. Let It Snow, yeah. Good job. I thought it was better than the My Baby It's Cold Outside from Glee Project. But not as good as Baby It's Cold Outside from Glee last year. Yeah. In my opinion, yeah. It was good. I love the black. The black and white elevated it a lot. It just, I just the song, they did a fine job. Because the song nice itself voices. I don't like as much as yeah. Baby It's Cold Outside. But, you know, it was fun. It was nice to see them. It, it is getting... Somebody... I think we got an email about um, God Kissed a Girl. And someone said something about how... You know, because I sing perfect in that. This is only how, like, the Curtain Blaine, Curtain Blaine songs are just getting kind of bland and overdone, like Rachel's songs at this point. And I kind of agree with them. But I think they did a good job with now. Yeah. Your mom was down here anyways. Yeah. Okay, uh... <laughs> Okay, next song, I guess. I mean, there's not really, there's not much to say about each song. Yeah. Because, like, when they're really good, and you're just going to say they're good. Yeah. Like, you're not going to really... So, wait, the next song is, uh... My favorite things. Which, that's, like, why is that a Christmas song? I guess song? they mention a lot of, like, winter things, like snowflakes <laughs> and like, stuff. I don't know. I didn't... I, mean, I personally really like this song. I, I thought it was really well sung. I mean, I agree that it doesn't really fit yeah. too much with... It, the, it's not like a very Christmassy song. It fit the black and white. It did thing. fit the black and white. Maybe they might have done that yeah. for that reason. But I thought it was a really well done song, and I really liked the song. So. Yeah, and it reminded me of a, a Glee Project sort of thing because there are only four of them, uh -huh. and they each like sing little separate parts, and uh -huh. you're focused on them. And it wasn't that stupid swooping camera thing that they always yeah. do. Uh, <laughs> and I liked that they like swapped who did what lines as they did the second verses and stuff. I, I just think those four people together did a very good job. 
I like it a lot. I agree, too. I agree with you. Uh, Santa Claus is coming to town. Okay. Well, first, something that Marissa mentioned that I think is maybe important to mention, for people who watch the Glee Project, Samuel, in the, I guess, the... In the C- C- on the CD, he is singing He's singing a song. song, and he's yeah. not an episode, which, I mean, I understand that we're doing some random kid they found off the street yeah. and they want to come sing a song with us. <laughs> Obviously not, but I feel like that's weird, isn't it? Yeah. I Well, I mean, a lot of people were assuming that that meant he'd be introduced in this episode. But I, I actually think it's good that he wasn't. My, my pipes are making strange noises. <laughs> um, um, I think it's good that he wasn't. As much as I want to see Samuel, I think it's better that he, um, you know, comes in for a storyline, and obviously this was an episode that didn't matter to the overall arc of anything. Uh-huh. And it's, and it's probably kind of a transition episode between... We just ended everything in the episode before, and then we're starting over next episode. So... I, I'm, I'm assuming he'll come. I don't really know. Um, I, I, I thought he was coming episode 11, maybe. So I'm assuming he's coming the episode after next. And that That's he'll good. be, like, the center of it. Because I feel like if they brought him here and they took, like, a two-month break or whatever, a month break, people would kind of forget more. Yeah. Also, he wouldn't be the center of the episode. Exactly. Because it's a Christmas episode. That's the center. Yeah. So, you know, I guess it's more important. Um, did you like the song? I, it was fine. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Very auto-tuned, but... Yeah. I guess that I song is it, oh, it's another one where it's like, the I song thought it was itself, weird. I, like. I thought it was weird with, with like Finn was just weird and Puck was weird. Yeah. I don't know. I guess also I guess that song I've never cared about. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's just a stupid song. I don't <laughs> uh Christmas rapping. That's the uh That's the Britney song. yeah. I again the other thing, my issue with this okay. This is gonna sound weird, probably, because I usually don't have any issue when they make the curiosexual. But I don't, something about, they're just, those outfits, uh, you know what it was? I think it was also the fact that it felt very, it didn't fit the black and white world. Or Maybe. like that, or like that old-fashioned-y thing. Because those outfits just seemed so sexual, and there was no need for that, and it just felt like... Especially in that black and white world, yeah, you're like, it didn't, you're right, it didn't really fit, it didn't it, match. It didn't fit for me, that poppy, very poppy electronic song, and, you know, they're doing that thing again where, I, I, look... Britney looked great with her hair the way it was, but it was also, like, pigtails, like, oh, we're making her sexual, but also a little kid again. And it's like, why do they do that? And then I, it's, I don't know, I, I must have harped on that, like, 30,000 yeah, times. Yeah, I don't know about time. you, but pigtails can be sexual. Just I know. Saying, but... Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, it just, it's weird. But she looked good. It just, it's one of those things, yes, no, I agree, do you think I agree. Britney pigtails should have sang the song, though? Britney did sing the I song. I mean, do you think she should have? Do you yeah. think it should have been Santana? Um, no, I think those poppy things make some more sense to be Britney. Santana does more of, like, the, the, the Mercedes-like songs. Yeah, the more, like, epic, sweeping, emotional. I will survive! <laughs> Sorry. Um, yeah, no, I, I, I also, I, I get sort of upset with the kind of songs they give Britney because they're so, they're a little bit too poppy. I guess that's, like, her style, but I uh-huh. feel like I want her to sing something actually good <laughs> at some, at some point. Um, but yeah. Um, I guess we reached our last song. Yep. Uh, don't they it? know it's Christmas? The oh, one where yeah. they sing in the orphanage, not the orphanage. Do you? The homeless people, shelter. whatever. Yeah. yeah. Whatever. Homeless people. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I thought it was very cliche. Actually, yeah. I mean. It's Glee. I agree with Marissa. We kind of knew they were gonna show up anyways, and they were gonna yeah. be like, "Oh, it's a little kid's song." And yeah. to me, for some reason, okay, the first the, I think this says something more about me than it does about the show. So, I mean, whatever. The first time I watched this, I just got, like, pissed off with it. Because I was like, 
basically they're telling me that I'm a terrible person because I don't pay attention to charity. And, like, I mean, like, I was just like, I can't wait to being like, you're an awful person if you don't give away your Christmas presents for charity. That's how, like, that's, like, the message I took away from it the first time. Second time, I was like, ah, it's a nice message. They want me to I mean, the people. thing is, with, with Rachel, like, she wanted five presents, so it makes sense that she would give them, like, because, like, her wants are much greater than what I want for Christmas. Yeah. Like, I don't get five presents, like, a choice from my boyfriend, yeah. five presents or whatever, and just my boyfriend. I can imagine what she would get from her family. Yeah, exactly. So I guess it, like, makes sense for her, but, like, it makes me feel bad, like you said, kind of... Well, they gave up their, her presents, her the five that she wanted, she gave them up so she could... Like, yeah, it, it's kind of a stu... I mean, it's definitely a personal thing, but for me, this episode was almost more dark than last year's Christmas because it made me just feel like crap about not being someone who helps other people. <laughs> I'm like, and that is definitely a personal thing. Like, I should go like, home and sell my presents. Yeah. That's like that's like the message they're giving me. You're you're not unless you go I home right now. I thought the message they should have done. I thought the message they should have done would be you know be thankful for what you do have, yeah. but also take into consideration with others and what they don't have. Yeah. Like keep your present, but also go and keep your service. Yeah, exactly. You don't have to get rid of what you. I mean, okay, it's it, she obviously got excessive amounts of things. So, <laughs> but also she's also someone who's rich enough to buy her boyfriend an iPod for Christmas. So it's like yeah. Uh, which we didn't see him open, yeah. anyways. That's the other thing. They keep showing him being this amazing boyfriend, and they never show her doing anything good back. And I'm sorry. He just, he just I don't know. What? He, he, I don't even know how to say it, but... I don't know what you're going to say at all right now. <laughs> <laughs> he what? She's always just picking on him and controlling him. He yeah. just wants to be, like, this great boyfriend. But honestly, if I, like, I, my... I wouldn't want him, like, my boyfriend. If I treat my boyfriend that way... I wouldn't expect him to, like, be nice to me back. Yeah. I feel like, he, like, he, she's crazy. And I do agree with Marissa. He should have he should have definitely said something in the beginning about the whole Christmas list and everything. Yeah. Yeah, he just makes some quip about, my girlfriend's Kim Kardashian. Like, yeah, he should have been like, Rachel, I understand, honey, but I can only afford one present for yeah. you. Well, yeah, that's the other thing. He's freaking rich, and he knows he isn't. Yeah, so, I, like, I, 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 know. I think that was a big mistake by the writers yeah. to even have that. It was dumb. I didn't like it. It was gross. <laughs> I don't know. And then, I don't know, I guess nothing else really happened. Oh, I thought, I thought the uh, star was really cute. Oh, yes, I agree. That I was a nice I think that was very thing. romantic, and I'd be really cute, cute if my boyfriend got me a star for Christmas, but I don't think he will. How do you feel about the whole thing about him naming it after himself versus after her? I thought that was, I mean, because getting a star named after the girl is a very cliche yeah. thing. It's been done before, but yeah. I've never seen something like this before. I, might, I think it was good that they changed it up. I mean... I thought it was still cute. Yeah. It was different, but cute. Yeah, I liked it. The pig was interesting. I, I liked the Keenan and Barbara at the end. Yeah. That was funny. With, and she had the picture with, like, the little bow or whatever in it. I don't know. That was weird. Okay, the thing... Here's my thing. I'll, I'll give the writers a little bit of slack. Because in reality, as opposed to in television, I, someone who has a personality like Rachel's doesn't just change into a great person. He would have relapses like this where she's self-centered and then realizes, oh, I'm still doing... I, I mean, that is what the per... If it was a human being, yeah, she would, would relapse and she would do these things and she'd then have to realize again. But that's just not enjoyable for me to watch. Like, yeah. It, I, a TV show. Yeah, it's just like, he's... You don't want to watch the same annoying person year after year. And it's just... 
I don't know. It just feels like it's been going on for... It's only been three seasons, but something about the way the show works, it just feels like it's been going on for so long. Because they, they bring up the same problems yeah. and stories over and over again, and yes. it's annoying. Oh, my God. And I just, I just can't deal with that storyline anymore. I, I It's too much. And plus the whole thing, like... It was also to a larger... He could have been sort of like that... It, but it was to a larger degree than almost any time we've ever seen before. Mm-hmm. The fact that he said the thing about the... Uh, he's like... said He like, like basically spat in the face of the pig idea. Like, he's this nice, earnest boyfriend thinking he's doing something nice. And he's just like this, like, six-year-old who's like this petulant, like, What? I want my diamonds. Like, this is disgusting. Throw us away. Like... I thought that was just really was rude just, and mean. It was... Yeah. It was awful. But we shouldn't... Okay, but we like Glee. Like, <laughs> We do like Glee. I, I really like I Kissed a Girl and the one after. I re- I've remember. liked the season so far. I yes. loved it. This is the only episode that I had what problems with. What the heck is with. the name of the sectionals episode? Mash? No. That's no. the one before. Oh my god. What is it? I need to know this. Hold on to 16. Oh. Wait. Why the hell is it called that? Oh, because he... Cause <laughs> that. Because uh, Sam says it to Quinn. He's like, pretend, remember, be happy with your age. Yeah. Oh, and the end with we are young. Yeah. That's... That's a stupid title. No wonder I forgot about it. <laughs> <laughs> but I like that episode a lot, actually. Um, and I'm looking forward to what's coming. I was going to complain on this episode until I saw the promo about how little we've seen Will. We, actually, we haven't seen Will for six episodes, as, as, as opposed to Wade. I mean, we see him, but not as an actual yeah, storyline. I, the preview for next week's episode, or two weeks, whatever, yeah. I... It looks like there's gonna be a wedding of some, or like she's gonna be singing in a wedding dress. I don't know. I'm just, I'm not very enthusiastic, but maybe I'll be pleasantly surprised. I don't know what they did to why. Why do I not care about Will and Emma anymore? I care about Will, but I don't care about their relationship. Me neither. Like, maybe we haven't seen Emma. Have we seen Emma? Yeah, we barely. See, we we have. I don't think we've seen. We saw her when she was coming into the with the, like the food or whatever. Yeah, we, I mean, we haven't it. seen her in a storyline yeah. since she ended the episode crying at, and he sang "Fix You." Yeah, like which was six episodes ago. So I don't really know what that's about. Like, why don't we see her anymore? I used to like her. And I don't. I don't know. Kind of just lost. And also, you know, okay, this is also sort of getting into just the girls' territory. But what the hell's? We haven't had Britney say lines in a very long time. As it po- as a, aside from her stupid election lines, the entire time there's that storyline with with Santana coming out, she and Britney don't speak to each other. There's no conversation between Santana and Brittany about Santana coming out. That's true. I think one time we did see her hold her hand when Santana mm. was speaking, but that's... She that still doesn't count. That, they, this is a big emotional moment, and they're not going to... Now the relationship is actually real, and they're out together, and they're fully a relationship, and they're not going to show them talk to each other. Also, this is really getting to the girl's territory, but why do we not see them kiss in that episode? Maybe it's the whole... We don't really see Kurt and... We saw them make out. We saw... It had an entire episode about them having sex for the first time. Why are we not seeing... And that's the episode they should have shown it. No, it doesn't have to be a crazy a sexual kiss. It can be a sweet little kiss at the end of... After they have a conversation like they should have had. That's true. That's a good point. <laughs> Maybe Santana's not completely comfortable yet. I don't know. I don't know. Just, but that doesn't have to be in public. I'm talking about, like, in her room or something. Like, yeah. Or, I don't know. Stupid. I don't know. <laughs> Um, but yeah, okay, so, after a lot of ranting, <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm, I'm glad to be back podcasting, we'll be doing another one probably later this week, Dylan will be back at some point once her wisdom teeth, uh, stuff gets all done with, and we'll, 
I don't know. Are we, I guess we're probably going to do two separate episodes for I Kissed a Girl and Hold On to 16. Yeah, I'll be, um, I'll be back next week for one of those. Yes, and you might have your boyfriend with you. My boyfriend might be a guest speaker, maybe. A guest speaker. <laughs> maybe. Yeah, that'd be fun. Guest star. <laughs> Um, all right, so, oh, and one last thing, one last thing is, oh, well, two last things. <laughs> two last things, okay, Dan, three last things, go on. Um, one, we got a review recently about, um, that was, that said they liked the podcast, but their only issue was how negative we've been about Kurt, and I will say, yes, we, we have been very negative about him in the past, but we haven't been negative about him for, like, six episodes, so, that's all. Yeah. <laughs> He's been good si- since the episode where he was all annoyed with Blaine about the, um, about West Side Story, he's been good. Yeah, since then he's been good. Yeah. We haven't really been complaining. Yeah, yeah, I like his. I was very happy with his election speech and with. Oh, I was, I was back happy with, with him in the Christmas special. Yeah, I think he did a good job. I actually really like um, his scene that he has with uh, what's his face, the annoying guy. Oh, the one that's hitting um, on Blaine. Yeah, I don't remember. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's been a while. It's been a while, guys. Um, but yes, so. That was happening, and I had a second thing to say, and I have no idea what it was. <laughs> but <laughs> oh, I know, I know. Okay, sorry. I'm sorry for lack, our lack of organization. Um, I was, the Christmas Volume Two CD. I was just gonna say there are a couple songs on it that weren't in the episode, and uh, overall, I thought they were good. There was one song. There's an original song by uh, Will where that he sings with Emma that I was very surprised wasn't in the episode. And I like it a lot, and I don't really know why. They, like, cause they What's the song called? Um, Christmas Eve with You, I think it's called. Nice. And, yeah, he sings it, and she kind of just does the background. And I, I don't know, I like Will's voice. I, I, Will in this episode was kind of funny. When they're all talking, and he just pops up. Oh, yeah. And just sucks. <laughs> I didn't realize he wasn't in the room. He's like, hey, guys. Like, he <laughs> slams into the room. He's like, okay, Damien, go sit down. <laughs> oh, that was funny. Will's been ridiculous lately. <laughs> yes. Oh my god. Alright. Anyways. So thank you for listening. Thank you guys. Um, and please email us at oralintensitypodcast at gmail.com. We're sorry we've been gone for so long. Check our blog at oralintensitypodcast.blogspot.com that has all our old episodes that aren't on iTunes. And I don't know. Review us, rate us. We love you. Goodbye. Happy Bye-bye. Holidays. Enjoy rest of your vacations, guys. Bye.